Hello, everybody, and welcome to Growth Marketing for Martians, brought to you by Risen. My name is Jeff, your host, as always, and I am joined today virtually in the studio with two people. One of them is our marketing intern, Gabriella. Gabby, how are you today? Hi, Jeff. I'm feeling fantastic. This is my first podcast, so I'm really excited. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And we're excited to have you. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about your background? You've been with us for... Oh, it's been about two months now, I think. Um, where do you hail from? What have you been working on here? What is your education background? Can you give the listeners a little bit about you? Of course. I come from a business background from Unive in DR. So I studied business administration based on marketing. And then I changed things a little bit. And I studied copywriting in Miami Art School Punta Cana. And I've been in Risen for two months working on content creation. I've been working in the content for the recent blog post. And I've been working on some trans translations for clients. So I'm a hybrid between English and Spanish copywriter, content creator. Yes, she's, she's a jack of all trades. She has many <laughs> weapons out there, folks. And uh, even though she'll be finishing our time with us shortly, we've been grateful to have her. And I know that you're moving on to bigger things as well with other agencies. So we're, we're going to use you while we have you here during this episode. <laughs> so Gabby actually wrote this podcast episode as part of her intern work. And we're excited to discuss the topic of buyer personas, but not just buyer personas in general. Talking about buyer personas having to do with sales and why they are not just for marketers, but they can also transcend and move into uh, helping salespeople succeed as well. And to discuss that, we have the sales pro in the house today, Rogelio Rodriguez, CEO of Risen. Rod, how you doing? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for joining us as always. You know, Rod, overall, yeah, we, we talk about buyer personas. We've done episodes on buyer personas uh, on this podcast before, but we've never discussed them in relation to sales. We may have some salespeople listening today. They've probably heard about buyer personas. They may have thought, well, that's more of a marketing thing. Why do I need that? That's what we want to tackle today. And with you as a sales background, I, I think you could uh, help explain the importance of that. So overall, like I always like to do, it's good to define terms for those maybe who uh, have not worked with buyer personas yet. Can you talk to us a little bit about what a buyer persona is overall? Sure. Uh, yeah. Buyer personas are a fictional representation of your, well, semi-fictional representation of your ideal customer, right? It's typically made up of the demographics that you collect, a list of their challenges and uh, personal usage insights, right? How they, whether it's professional or personal, uh, but any, any data point that you can use to define uh a little bit more about who that person is and, and what they want. Um, so it's almost like a little snapshot of who you're trying to reach out to. Yes. Yes. It's a snapshot. And we have a few resources on our website that you can take a look at what an ideal buyer persona looks like. Um, you know, you can even add a picture on there. We have pictures for ours. So um, yeah, there's plenty of examples out there, but uh, in terms of, of affecting sales, it's, it's super important, right? not only because it helps align marketing and sales, right? It gives us a, a target uh, for both teams to, to go after, but um, it, it's, it, it, they serve as a guide to understand our audience so that then we can create better interactions with them as we are uh, going through the process. And as a salesperson, for me, it, it helps me 
anticipate some of some of their reactions right in in and and uh uh, uh the reactions that they're going to come up with after i say a specific uh question or 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 i make a specific comment about them so all these different elements uh, really provide the uh, insights that's going to help you create that sale right make that sale happen uh so build upon that relationship that marketing started that education that started with marketing and then solidify it with a conversation that you're having on the sales side. Yeah. So when it comes to buyer personas, we always talk in, to buyer personas like in plural, do I need a lot of buyer personas? Should I start with only one? What is, what should be a rule of thumb when coming to create buyer personas for the first time? That's a great question, Gabby. Um, so I think it's important to start small, right? You don't want to get too overwhelmed with having a lot of buyer personas. Um, it could, it could really like, or stress out the sales team and, and we really weaken the sales efforts, uh, by spreading, the, spreading the sales team too thin, uh, trying to understand multiple people. So, um, yeah, I would say start small, you know, uh, I would say a maximum three, uh, to look at and and uh, make sure that those buyer personas are part of your target list of, of businesses that you want to work with. Absolutely, Rod. You know, and I'm thinking too, from a marketer's perspective, because that's what I primarily do. When I look at buyer personas, the main thing that I really focus on is I'm looking at sources of information. So I'm looking at, you know, a, a certain uh, customer that we're going after and I see, okay, they spend most of their time on social media on these sites, or they spend most of their time looking at print magazines. Uh, we have a very old audience who still reads print magazines, I guess. But overall, in this example, uh, you know, the point is, is that to me, the information on the buyer persona that's really important as a marketer is where are they so I know where to put my stuff to reach them? Where, where can I add my content, my advertising? If you're a salesperson, what types of information and factors do you care about that you would want to include on a buyer persona? Uh Great question. Again, I, I think there are five um, that I would, that I consider important. Um, firstly, it's uh, economic. So their income, right? As a, you want to make sure that they can afford the, the items that you're selling or the product or service. Um, uh, level of education, household size, uh, that's all part of the economic factors. Uh, secondly, I would, I would consider the time frame, right? Uh, so is the product or service that you have time sensitive? Is it going to uh, expire or do they need to have it by a certain date? Um, then I would also look at market segmentation. So their occupation, their lifestyle, um, any personal preferences that may be able to uh, put them in a certain segment. Uh, and then I would look at location. So, right. Uh, is my, the product that I'm selling uh, related to geography or does it have any geographic limitations? Is it easy for the customer to reach you? Um, and then the lastly, I would look at the legal standards, right? Uh, business needs to take into account if there are any legal restrictions of the buyer itself. Great. And I, uh, following the train of thought that Jeff was saying about the, taking things into account how much does a buyer persona change through time? I, I can imagine that the market was not the same 10 years ago, five years ago, even three months ago when we didn't have a pandemic. 
So how do you maintain your buyer persona so they are effective because there's no use in buying an outdated buyer persona? Absolutely. I, I mean, fantastic point. I, I think that that's important to update them as, as the, the business evolves, as how we are moving along um, in, in, in the growth of, of any business. Uh, but, you know, as we're collecting information with, these, with multiple interactions, uh, really the idea would be to, to leverage that and keep track of the trends of what they are saying and what conversations are, are really like uh, leading to so that you can then be ahead of the, of the game, right? Be ahead of, of what your, your customers are thinking and doing and wanting um, because you need to take a time to add those insights to the persona as you're, as you're uh, collecting them as, as long as they're relevant to the evolution of the business. And then, um, you know, like I said, there's buyer persona templates that we do have available out there that uh, individuals can use and businesses can use to, to as a starting point. Um, but just make sure that you do update them for your individual business and uh, as your business evolves. Now, Rod, overall, I know we're going through the process at Risen currently of updating our buyer personas, and that's something that we're looking at doing, I think, on an annual basis. So would you recommend to other firms as maybe they're developing their first buyer persona or they're going back and they're looking at them and trying to add more information for sales? Would you suggest, like, what would the frequency be to, to look at those, I guess you could say, uh, and continually update? Yeah, I think at the very minimum in that, on an annual basis. I mean, this year has completely changed our, uh, our outlook and entire way that we work, right? Uh, a lot of, a lot of companies are moving remote. So the behavior of an individual is, has changed right before they had to drive and listen to podcasts. Now, I mean, I'm hoping that they're listening to the podcast while they're making breakfast <laughs> before they start work. Right. So like, right. There, there are things, there are moments in, in, in time that, such as this pandemic that may affect you and, and may affect the business that you need to make changes accordingly to the buyer persona because of, of a behavioral change, a huge behavioral change. But, but at least uh, once a year is probably the best practice. That's great advice, Rod. And overall, thank you for the information about buyer personas. Again, I'll make sure to include some links in the show notes for individuals who are looking to check out and create buyer personas for the first time. So Rod, awesome. thanks for coming on. Gabriella, thanks for putting this podcast together. And yes. of course, we at Risen all wish you the best in your future endeavors in the marketing industry. Thank yes, you so thanks. much. Thank you, Gabby. That, this was great. Great experience. And it was a great podcast as well. So super excited about, about the future. Thank you. I'm really excited for the time I spent here. I learned a lot with you. I was a little nervous uh, when I started recording the podcast, but now I feel great that I did this for the first time with you guys. I loved my time at Brisbane and I hope we can keep collaborating with the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Growth Marketing for Martians, a weekly podcast all about tomorrow's business growth tips today. This podcast is brought to you by Risen a revenue growth firm focused on innovative strategies and proven tactics to help scale your business. Learn more about how they can help you by visiting www.gorisen.com or follow their adventures on social media. 
profile links are in the show notes. Thanks for your support and keep on reaching for the stars.